Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34... For- Shaking off the rust. Shake it off. Shake it off, buddy. Shaking off the rust. This is uh we're back. We are. I'm excited. Um I'm Tyler Flesh, my co-host and father Brian Flesh. Hey there. Um, like we said, uh if the Bears broke news, we'll be here. And they broke a lot of news, a lot of action, a lot of things, a lot of things happening. Uh, real quick, we do understand that there is a coronavirus. I uh, hope everyone's practicing social distancing and whatnot and all that good stuff. Um, are we far enough apart right now? We are far enough. Okay. We're good to go. All right. Just, um, just checking, being a socially responsible father like I am. Yes. Um, listen, a lot of people are in quarantine. If they're bored, let them know that we're still around and... Uh, Hopefully we can fill a little hole of content. That's a little scary that we are the option for the quarantine people. I I don't think it's scary at all. I mean, people are starving for sports and more sports. So, uh, and we can call in. So perfect time if you're bored. We have a number. Uh, we post it all the time at thirty four two glory on all social media accounts and whatnot. One might say we have a captured audience. Yes. Wow. Uh, just to let people know, if you're new uh, to this program, our number is 2603... Whoa, not a three. Let's start over. Let me tell you. How many, fingers, not, how many fingers do I have it, up right now? It's Right not, now. It's not just the off-season for the players right now. Obviously, it's the off-season for me. My father's doing just fine. I am stumbling and bubbling through. So if it's your first time or you're telling a friend, remember, tell them to call if you are a Bears fan or if you just want to talk shit about the Bears. We don't care at this point. Call us. 260-639-4439. We're posted everywhere. Uh, yeah, uh, just to make sure, too, if this quarantine does go right now, we are not affected by it and news comes up. Uh, maybe it might just be me on the mic. I don't know. Or my father might sound different because he is calling in. But either way, we are going to make this work. With that all out of the way. Wow. Crazy offseason so far. Oh, man. Where do you want to start? There's we. There's literally everything under the sun. Should we start with where... I got, I got, I got it, I got it, I got it. it. All right, all right, I got it. So, um, basically, the players, like we said, had a problem with Mitch. We all saw it. Everyone saw it. Curtis called in. Matt called in. Nathaniel called in. We had people calling in saying the same damn thing we were, and the same damn thing has now happened. And now there's viable proof of this. Teammates. Literally going after Mitch Trubisky on Twitter. I mean, it's documented. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? Well, I I think they've they've had it. They're a lot like the fans. I mean, I I think the team just had enough of of poor play. You can't be the 29th rated quarterback in the league when you practically start every game and expect that somehow you're going to get a lot of kudos or pats on the back. I mean, he, he, it was just terrible. Let's face it. And Bears fans knew it. Teammates knew it even more. So we were linked with a bunch of people. And what we're talking about here is uh, Cordero Patterson reached out on Twitter at Teddy Bridgewater. Where are you at, fam? Question mark. Asking for a friend. Exclamation mark. Question mark. Exclamation mark. Question mark. And so forth. Uh, and then it goes on. Uh, then later... Big news, uh, we were linked with Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater then later signs with the Carolina Panthers. Now, Cam Newton's free. So, interesting enough, now that betting is a big part of this world, um, Allen Robinson took a screen grab of the con- of our odds, and the Bears were top odds to land Cam Newton, and he screenshotted it and posted it on his social media. 
So, it, well, quite naturally, people thought something might be happening. Yes. Um, everything was there. Everything was ready to move. I'm trying to articulate this in a way, and I'm having real problems because I have not been on the mic in a while, and it's quite apparent. But what I'm trying to say right now is we all saw this. We all knew they were full of shit, and and, and they were. Players are not happy with Mitch, okay? that that's 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 one thing. Now I know where to go with this. Now I, I'm trying to be gentle because there's so many angles we can go, and I really don't want to jump on Ryan Pace yet. I'm itching to, and it's going to come because I'm about to unleash. I, I, but, can, I can see the inner Tyler coming out. We were linked with Andy Dalton. We were linked with Case Keenum. Case Keenum ends up signing with the Browns. Thank God. Um, let's just talk about what did happen. Uh, we sent a fourth-round pick to the Eagles, and we land Nick Foles. Nick Foles is going to come in. Do you believe Nick Foles is the starter? Yes. Day one. Yes. Yes. I do, too. And a conflicting report from the Windy City Grinder uh, fan duel. Uh, not fan duel. What is that article? Fanside. Fanside came out and said that there is a rumor that after we get Nick Foles, they break this this release. That's kind of. I'm just gonna say it. It's 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 fucked up. It is really fucked up. Basically, for five weeks now, Ryan Pace has been trying to trade Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky is on the trading block. It was reported that he was from fan side. You know, no one bit. No one would take him. You're you're kidding me. No, right? So no one takes him. And then what happens? Then we go out and we bring in Nick Foles. I am with you. I also believe he's going to be a starter. But here's the shocking thing that we all... We talked about this. We both went back and forth. We both a little bit living in the moment when this happened. RGM is a snake in the grass. How are you going to, like, listen? How are you ever going to trust him? If you're Mitch Trubisky, he did him wrong. Mm -hmm. Either say it to his face and come out and say, hey, you're not our guy. Don't sit there and hide behind your fucking microphone like a coward. Okay, he didn't need to say anything. He didn't need to come out there and say, no, Mitch is not our guy. He didn't say need to say what he did. Mitch is our guy and we're committed to him and then go behind his back and start trading him. How about you just say nothing and say something generic like, hey, we're going to uh, help evaluate uh, the offseason and the acquisitions that we made and then go from there. Instead, you did it again. You did it with Mike Glennon, and then you took Trubisky. Now you take Trubisky, and you get Foles. Foles, he might be good. He might be good with that system. He really might, but he might not. But he might get us all the way to the playoffs, having an MVP year, and then crash. He is, he's not even hot and cold. He is, you don't know what you're getting day by day, throw by throw. Not throw by throw. I don't want to say throw by throw. not throw by throw. He... Streaky is what comes to mind, but not but a weird streaky, yeah. right? Like not yeah. an in-game streaky, right? Right. I know where you're going because, like, if he's in a game and he's hot, he's gonna stay hot. Yeah, but if he gets cold, Watch dude, out. He's, it's like a coma. You never know when he's coming out of it. <laughs> so that happened. Um, let, let's talk about Nick Foles. He's the big acquisition. Well, not the biggest. We'll talk about that here in a second. How do you feel about the whole thing, just in general? I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, if if you look at the coaching staff we currently have, Foles makes a lot of sense. He's got a history. We have a coaching staff? Oh, yeah. Did you hear? After we fired everyone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we got them. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. We 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 got some big names coming in. We've got some good coaching staff here. I think that... This acquisition of Foles is, I, I see it going south really quickly if they don't 
put just the right scheme with him because I do believe he's the type of player that he can throw the ball, deep ball accurately. We've seen that, but he's his consistency is just not where I think it needs to be. I personally, when I hear the name Nick Foles, I don't think of upper echelon quarterback. Doesn't even come to my mind. I think of a guy who can at times look very, very good, and at other times you scratch your head. But I tell you what, I'll take him over Mitch any day of the week. But what we mean by hot and cold is there's sometimes he can't make a roster, and we're talking about a guy who went 27-2, and 27 TDs, two interceptions, and he's a Super Bowl MVP and Torah through the playoffs. It is not fair to say we got a mixed bag. We don't know what the hell we got. This kid, could he could win us a Super Bowl. I'm not just saying that. He's done it. He's proven it before. Who's to say he can't do it now? Also, who's to say he doesn't get cut before the season even starts? It's that kind of... That's what we're dealing with. Yeah. It's it's a wild card, right? He's a wild card. He is. Uh, That's all I got on... I don't know how else to break him down other than, you know, cross your fingers, folks. We're in for a wild ride. So I got to I got to ask you this, though, because yeah. we're on the quarterback issue. Uh, you, you go. Let's be honest. You go to the Bears site. And one of the things you see is, uh, you know, Mitch Trubisky and Foles. They're going to really be competing for a job. Now, it depends. Like I said, where are you getting your information? Depends. What I don't think so. Go ahead. A- so ask for, me so, your question. So for you, I'm. I want your opinion. Okay. This really a competition? He gets cut. Mitch Trubisky doesn't even make the roster. He will be cut. There's. I, why would you keep? You don't trade for someone when a quarterback's on their fifth. We're we're going into his fourth year to pick up his fifth year contract. Why would you trade for a quarterback to quote unquote compete with him? Okay. You wouldn't. You so wouldn't do that. So I agree. And he knows the system, so there's not an argument to keep him as a backup, right? I just... How do you bring someone to be your backup after you've tried to trade him? It's not even a salary cap issue at that point. He's not... We're not paying him uh, money now. The issue on hand is, is he going to be a locker room concern? Now, from what I have heard in research, Nick Foles, amazing in the locker room. Leader, everyone loves him. Uh, we'll see. I mean, he's in a better situation than he was in Jacksonville. He can play in the cold. He knows. Um, another thing, the offensive coordinator. Crap, I, I'm sorry, guys. I should have been more prepared. Our quote-unquote offensive coordinator who came from Jacksonville. Now, he was with Foles. One year, which I don't really count because Foles got hurt in the first game. Nagy has been with Foles his first year in Philadelphia in 2012. And then Nagy was also with him in 2016 with the Chiefs. Nagy is very familiar with Foles, so makes sense why to bring him in. And I don't think you bring in a player like that to compete with Trubisky. I think you bring on a player like that to take his job. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I... I don't see Mitch being on the team this year. It was hard for me to even picture him in a backup role because we also know that Mitch could come in and throw three interceptions in a quarter in a backup role. Yes. Now, let's get into why maybe we didn't get a big landing like we thought. Um, Why didn't we get Teddy Bridgewater? Why didn't we get Cam Newton? For uh, one, if we would have traded for Cam, we would have had him for one year at eighteen point one. The reason, oh, real quick on the Nick Foles thing. Yes, he has a ginormous contract. I know that's what everyone's thinking. I do not have the exact number on hand. Okay, I do not. But the reason the Bears took on this deal is because it's structured in place that we can cut him next year and we will not take a loss. That's the only reason they took the gamble on him. Like the guaranteed money, Jaguars already took care of that. It's 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 a good deal. We only gave up a fourth round pick. 
Would have liked to gone a little lower. With that being said, I still don't think this is the answer in Chicago. And we'll get into Ryan Pace in a second. Certainly not the long-term answer, if that's what you're meaning by answer. Maybe a short-term I don't answer e- we, we've yet we don't to see. Know. That's we've the, yet to but see. it's not even yet to see. We've seen this kid play. Is it really yet to see or just shit? Hope that he does what he does, whatever that is. This kid is the most... He's so open-ended. Like, I don't know... He fit the Eagles so good, though. If I was the Eagles, I would have never got rid of them. That's just me personally, because you could have traded the house for Wentz. I mean, the guy won you a Super Bowl. You know, Wentz was having a good season, but what has Wentz done? That's, that's neat. This is not the Eagles podcast, all right? We'd be yelling, booing, and throwing snowballs a lot more. Let's get back to this, though. Why didn't we have room? Why didn't we have cap room? Because at the time, I did not understand. And you didn't understand, correct? Correct. Then it happens. Robert Quinn gets signed to a five-year, $70 million deal with, again, Ryan Pace's specialty signature signature touch of $30 million guaranteed. Your thoughts on the Robert Quinn signing? Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Now, you want to elaborate there? You kind of left me... Yeah, yeah. Let okay. me up in the air there. Now, yeah, I will elaborate because didn't you like know what? It is Hold a little on, it's about it's about time the rust got you. I, it got it, me the whole it, opening I, of the show and carried over, and y- you were to, coming in with the wise cracks fresh, and to, I was like, "Damn, he hasn't lost a step." Touche, touche. Listen, this guy is past his prime, as far as I'm concerned. When he was a Ram. He was an absolute beast. Wasn't he with Dallas last year? Yes. So I'm not saying that he's washed up, and he still has pretty good edge speed, and I think he's got the potential of being an above-average rusher and is pretty good historically, even with the run. But for that kind of money, I believe Pace once again overreached And I use that term very purposely. Pace is constantly overreaching people based on a name. Okay, hold on. This is not Ryan Pace. We're going to get there. I keep saying, let's focus on Robert Quinn. I am saying Ryan Pace got him because of his name, Robert Quinn's name, not where he is. Okay, listen. We're there. We're talking about Robert Quinn now. So Robert the player. Quinn. So we're Robert. Gonna, we will get into the general manager here in a little bit. Robert Quinn as a player. And I gave you. I gave you what okay. I said. Now, what a lot of people don't know, uh, and I don't even know if you know this. I am scared. I'm very scared about Robert Quinn. And let me tell you why. Robert Clint Quinn has been in the league since 2011. Okay, he has 80 sacks, 80 and a half. Really good, right? Came off the edge last year. How many sacks do you think he got last year? Eight. 11.5. Here's what scares me. He missed two games, PEDs. You get 11.5 off PEDs. Now listen to this. Here's where it gets a little bit alarming. 2016, he only gets four sacks. 2017, though, he kind of... Well, he, you know, he rebounds, he comes back, he gets eight sacks. Then he goes to Miami for a year. He only gets 6.5. Not a very good team. He goes to a good, better, a way, way better team in Dallas, gets 11.5. The thing is, those numbers scare me because if I'm looking at those numbers, I'm saying, well, why do you do PEDs? Because I, I think he's afraid he lost it. Listen, this guy is 29. He is not worth a five-year contract to, with $30 million guaranteed. Yeah. Um, is he better than... Uh, is he... Uh, is he good? Is he better than Floyd? Oh, yeah. I think he's better than Floyd. You look at you look at his numbers. But will he be? He that is, is the, that but is, will he be? That is the question. We and have- I don't know. Um, I'm very upset. I hope we can get in touch with Curtis again sometime soon. Because he nailed it on the head. We lost Floyd for nothing. Should have traded him when the iron was hot. We did not. We'll get into pace again. I know I keep saying it. We're saving it. Okay, real quick. 
because everyone here is dying to rip this guy a new one. Have you looked at our free agents um, when it comes down to who we've lost and stuff? Oh, yeah. You have. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. Well, for everyone out there, do you want to? Because I cannot find the page. So here's the. Here's the players that the Bears have moved on from, if that's what where you're get going. I think that's where you're going, right? Who who we've lost? Um, give me one second. Let me stall here for a second. Found it. Um the the then what I'm talking about is where we're at in free agency so far of who we lost, who we got. So uh Brand new Bears real quick. Uh, we didn't even talk about this one because it made no sense and it's stupid. Jimmy Graham signs two years, $16 million, $9 million guaranteed. Stupid. Yeah, he's a corpse. Stupid, right? Yeah. I mean, why, why are we getting a tight end that can't even block? Again, we can't find a tight end. Who's also extremely slow off the line. Exactly. Uh, we, re, re, uh, we re-signed Danny Trevathan. We guys, uh, last year Kevin Pierre Lewis did did pretty good the first two games, couple games he got in. Nick Kwiatkowski killed it. Both gone. Kwiatkowski yeah. signs with the Raiders. Pierre Lewis signs with the Redskins. I would have liked to drop Chervathan and re-signed Nick Kwiatkowski. Plus, that's a great Chicago name, by the way. But what on a uh, beside? It is a great name. Yeah. Beside the name, though. Yeah, I I would have much rather had Nick. Nixon up and comer. Um, then we sign uh, Deontay Bush gets re-signed. Uh, hey, what about that? Ha ha, Clint. Hold on, real quick. Ha ha, Clint Dix gone to Dallas. That's not too surprising. Uh, Nick Williams though, this one kind of hurts. Signs with the Lions. Uh, Chase Daniel goes to the Lions, uh, and that's basically all the big names. Yep. Cornelius Lucas was signed by the Redskins, but who really cares? Okay, now that all this has been being, has been said, we need to get down to the nitty gritty, and the nitty gritty is Ryan Pace. We are in a full out desperation end of the game. I have to have this season drive. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting it. We look a whole lot like the Cleveland Browns in our desperation. Just in what way? Just literally this year's Cleveland? No, the Cleveland Browns of a couple years ago, where you're making lots of moves, hoping that you hit the jackpot over and over again, that you get this you get this set of magical players that See, somehow I don't, turn your team around. I don't think Cleveland when that, I think uh Philadelphia. Remember really? year, remember years yeah, I mean that's I think that's the first one that jumps to all football fans head is Vince Young, remember? We're the dream team. Yeah they were remember they got Namni Asamoah mm-hmm. from the, I, the Raiders, the cornerback who was lighting the league on fire and they fell flat on their face. I, I can't remember all the players they got, but at the time, they were all the biggest names in the world. And they and then Vince Young said, "We're gonna be the dream team." And they, yeah, there's been a lot of quote dream teams that have gone down the old toilet. But I don't feel like that's what we're doing. Um, I want you to go first. Your thoughts on well, I, I mean, because. Let's be honest. We don't have much more to say about anything other than Ryan Pace, right? Do you have anything else? No, not really. I I, I, I do want to end this podcast on a non-Bears related issue that we will talk about, but go ahead. Like, so, I just want you to go. Yeah, I, I want to I say that I really believe that um, Pace is a name chaser. He, he's chasing names of the past, all right? And if you look at the people he's went after, it's not because what they've done recently. Come on, Jimmy Graham, when was the last time he was good? I put two and two together. Guess where Ryan Pace was when Jimmy Graham was oh, at his course. best? Oh, of course. He was in New Orleans. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah, put that. absolutely I, was. I didn't put that two and two oh, together I, that, right that, away. That was the first thing I thought of. 
That was the f- very first thing I, I thought of. I didn't get that text. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> there's certain things you miss sometimes. <laughs> what do you mean? I had to find it out the hard way. Keep going. So if you just kind of look, once again, I, I think when Quincy was with the Rams, the guy was fantastic. I would have taken him in a heartbeat. Who? Did I, did I get the name wrong? Yeah, it's Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn. Did I call him Quincy? You did. Wasn't there a TV show about Quincy? Maybe? I you're I don't well, I don't know where I went. You're dating yourself. I am dating myself. Quinn was a name from the past when he was with the Rams. I thought he was awesome. Was I amazing. loved him. Yeah. I absolutely loved him. Would have taken him in a heartbeat. Another example of getting a name that no longer has the same value. And we do that over and over and over again. And we lose. Look at the look at the talent we potentially could have had. I mean, you know, that's that's the other thing that I'm still ticked off about. Maybe I shouldn't be ticked off about. But when you take a quarterback like Mitchell Trubisky, second overall, I mean, we can't even trade this guy four years later. You know, it's it's just ridiculous. Leonard Floyd, another great example of that. I mean, just over and over and over again. So, yeah, I'm I'm quite sure he would have gone for Tom Brady and the Bucks now have Tom, of course. But we did make a late push for Brady, Did we really? It was too late. Yeah, well. He already has his mind yeah. set up. Okay. So where do we go from here um, with the GM? What? No, no. Wait. I'm going to rephrase that question. Do you now believe that there is pressure on pace being put down from the ownership? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a desperate, desperate GM. And I believe that he's making all of these moves because he realizes, hey, my window is starting to close here, and it's not like I've got a lot of capital to, to say to ownership, look what I've done. Well, also, we didn't even talk about how much guaranteed money he gives out, so the salary cap this year was moved up to $198.6 million, and we still only had $26 million in cap room to work with this year, that makes it very hard to be competitive at any level in the NFL. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, you know, as as we sit here and I look at the moves we've made, I can see times in the game that each of these players could fit into a role that makes sense. So at one level, I get it. But when you but when you put the whole thing together, it's just not an integrated group that I can tell that that's got why, why a lot of youth to it or why are we filling holes that don't need filled is my next question. And what I mean by that is the tight end is a hole and in my opinion you put a bigger hole in it. I believe as bad as Trey Burton is, he is better than Jimmy Graham. And now we have two tight ends making big money. Uh, Trey Burton was a mistake. And what I mean by the holes also is now we have a quarterback uh, that we went out and get that we didn't need because you've wasted so many first-round picks. Why do we continue to build up our defense but at the same time let our defense go? Uh that's a great question. And I don't know if I've really got an answer for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just puzzled by what we, some of the moves we Do, made. Does he ever become I, a GM after he leaves the bears? Again? Oh, I think someone will, will, will try to really pick up on him. I do. I do. I, for I, a GM. Um, yeah. Cause a lot of times when GMs get fired, they don't get other GMs unless they did something really good. Well, you know, it depends on how much spin. I, I got to give it to Pace. He he can spin he, whatever, he can, but he can, the, he's a but good these, spin master. Hold on, but these people aren't idiots. 
You can spin whatever bullshit weave of lies you want. It's on paper. They can't hide from paper. I can tell you I'm a great person, blah, 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 and you look up my arrest record, and then I'm a murderer. Like, that's where we're at. Like, they can look you never, up... You never told me, Ty. I know, but what I'm trying to say is they can look up anything he does, so I disagree with that. I do not think he can spin his way out of this one. And I don't think he gets hired in anywhere, ever. And if he does, he's going to have to work his way back up because what he has done is... You know they're saying the Trubisky thing's going to be down as the worst th- move in a draft ever. Oh, I believe that. I, I it's it's they're, they're saying it's worse than Ryan Leaf, man. Oh, oh man! Because they traded that much away to get that. At least Ryan Leaf had a prospect on him. Trubisky had nothing, man. Yeah, but I tell you what, Ryan Leaf was a total jerk. What does that have to do with anything? That has nothing to do with the conversation we're having. We're talking about the person as a football player. You can't sit there and go, well, he was a jerk. We do not know these people. We are not friends with these people. We do not have a relationship with these people. Let's take it for what it is. It is going to be the worst damn thing that we have ever done in the history of the NFL. You can't give that much away to move up on top of signing Mike Glennon for big money. It's a horrible move. We haven't had a first-round draft pick for, it feels like, 80 years. <laughs> well, feels but, like we haven't had a first one since 95. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I sent you a link the other day, speaking of that, that in the modern era, our quarterbacks rank, rank, rank or rank, uh, maybe both, rank last place in the common quarterback era. I mean, last. Yeah, uh, I want to go off a little bit on Mr. Ryan Pace right now. Um, here's the simple facts. I'm, I've already gone off so, so many times on him in the f- past. I'm just going to put it like this. Nick Foles is not the answer. He is worth a shot. Uh, I will give Ryan Pace actual credit. I know that maybe some people didn't think that's where I was going, but the ability to learn from your mistake with Trubisky this quick, and a lot of it had to do with Trubisky being that bad, I think you can take a lot from because he could have kept him. He could have picked him up a fifth year. That makes me feel like there is pressure on him from the top. Mm-hmm. And if not, it doesn't. It, the point is, he got rid of him when he needed to get rid of him. Now he's still on the roster as of today, as a, as of we're, when we're recording. Um, you got to give him a little credit there, but you got to take so much more away for Floyd leaving again. Another bust, bust after bust after bust in the first round. We have this is the most talented wide receiver class coming out. They're saying. In years, where are the Bears in the first round? That's right, we don't have one. Where are we? We trade for Taylor Gabriel. We got him. We cut him three years later. The moves we are making, could not agree with you more. He's a big name getter. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look at the highlight tape. He, oh, wait, yeah, he does. Well, yeah. Of them in their prime. Right. That's what I mean. That's he put exactly the, what I mean. He put the L.A. tape on of Robert Quinn. He put the Saints tape on and Jimmy Graham. He put the Denver tape on and Trevathan, even though Trevathan's been playing for us since he's 26. To get rid of a, a prospect like Nick Kwiatkowski, to get rid of that drives me nuts. You, could, you didn't have to pay him much. Uh, safety is becoming a huge issue. I have no idea why you don't re-sign HaHa Clinton Dix. I thought he did pretty good for us. Um, safety needs to be addressed. Tight end still needs to be addressed, even though they won't because they think they have a guy. Our offensive line is now in shambles. Um, Nick Foles had a great offensive line in the Eagles, so I don't know how he's going to do. Not, not to mention, where the heck is our running back situation? We don't have one. We didn't go after Melvin. We don't have money. We have no money. We have no running backs. 
Montgomery Mount. I can never say. Is it Mount Montgomery? I'm just gonna say Mount Mon- Montgomery. Is Mon- David Montgomery? Montgomery. He's a bust, in my opinion. Uh, it just it does not look like he has it. He likes to juke and jive too much. He doesn't just hit the hole. We you you found a fifth rounder in Howard. You traded it for a fifth rounder. His decision making, Ryan Pace, that is. Is that of a kid playing Madden for the first time as a GM, going only after big names, doing whatever it takes to get that player? Squirrel, squirrel. Well, yeah, like, and it's not just big names; it's big plays. Mm-hmm. Trey Burton was a nobody. He does a Philly special. He throws a tight pass in the Super Bowl. You're like, that's our guy. Uh, Nagy will be gone. Pace will be gone. Uh, we will be in a total rebuild once again, and don't be surprised if Cleo Mack is gone by next year. Those are my I don't Mac's not gonna want to stick around. No, no. I think he's he's gonna wanna get with a team that actually could like win maybe like a Super Bowl. But it's not even win a Super Bowl. How about just compete for the playoffs? We're not doing that. Playoffs? Playoffs? I know. You think we're gonna make playoffs ever? Yeah, I do eventually, but just not right now, man. It's not looking up. It is not. So, I, I, um, you got anything else? I think you pretty much hit it right on the head as far as I'm concerned. All right, I'm going to end this show tonight with something that we don't usually do here on the program. Uh, very unique situation popped up. Uh, we talked about him earlier. It was Tom Brady. Now, uh... This is just fascinating to me. Fascinating. We did not make a move for him. Uh, probably because we didn't have the cap room. But no I money. W- but we could have easily gotten money freed up by trading players for picks. We could have done that. We didn't want to do that. Uh, Brady was supposedly rumored to have wanted full control over roster decisions uh, he wanted to be able to also run his own offense, and uh, they're going to give that to him in Tampa Bay. So he's going to move to Tampa Bay. Uh, rumor is that he is also going to get uh, make a push for Antonio Brown. Uh, I know that's a controversial figure at the moment, and I think Antonio is going through a lot. And I think uh, mental health awareness is a big thing that Antonio needs to uh, self-evaluate. And I think Tom is just more concerned with, I can't speak for Tom Brady, but I feel like he is uh, wants to win now, and uh, he would definitely have that with Antonio Brown because say what you want about that man as a person on the field, he's amazing. With all this being said, this is not the crazy part that I want to talk about. The crazy part is, did you hear what Bleacher Report bro- broke today? No. Holy shit. <laughs> Fascinating. Bleacher Report reported that they have both people inside very close to the owners of both the San Francisco 49ers and the New England Patriots. And I'll tell you what, it makes sense. When I tell you this, a light bulb is going to go off and everyone said if you have not read this report. Back when Jimmy Garoppolo got traded to the San Francisco 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers reached out to New England to get Jimmy Garoppolo. They were later counter-offered, and they were counter-offered with Tom Brady. Belichick said, no to Garoppolo, but would you like Tom Brady? John Lynch almost shit his pants. He was floored that they were going to get rid of Tom. He jumped all over it, said, yes, we're doing it, done, let's do that deal. Gets up to Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft says, absolutely not. There is no way in hell. And there starts to begin your rift. That's what they're saying caused this whole entire thing, that Belichick and Brady had a giant falling out. Um, there's also rumors that Brady said, why didn't you trade me when you had the chance? And now we know the rest of the story. What's crazy about that story is, uh, they went on and still won a Super Bowl. With all that turmoil, those two are that professional. 
I can't really get that mad at Bill Belichick. Uh, he's been known as a guy who gets rid of people a year or two right before the, they're about to, you know, break down. But but if once again here, this kind of proves my point. Who is the least guy in the NFL that would go by a name? It's Belichick. He doesn't care who your name is. No. What you play. What he wonders is this. Our looks at is this. How do you fit into the Belichick system? Yes, but remember, for years, everyone called bullshit when asked about other and former players would be asked about Tom Brady. Well, he has to be treated differently, right? Right. He said no. Every single player said no. We're all one. There is no, no superstar. That's our mentality. That's point proven right there. The, the, the point is proven. Why would Brady leave? That To me, that story's spot on. There's What else could it be? Robert Kraft gutted at the decision, not happy. But what, what can Kraft do? Belichick's a great coach. He has to stick by him. To me... Look, I understand. Oh, excuse me. Oh. I understand the NFL is a business. I completely, 100% understand that. To me, if anyone deserved loyalty to play till he was 45 or to at least try, you got to give it to Tom. If oh, yeah. not Tom, then who else? He went to nine Super Bowls. He won you six. If not Tom, then who? Come on. He's Tom Brady's going to be. He's, he's Right now, he, he's got to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Right now? I mean, there's no question. There's no one yeah. even close. Yeah. Montana went five for five, but he didn't go to nine. No. Win six. I mean, there's been some great quarterbacks, but Brady's got to be number one. But for there to be great quarterbacks and then to have that gap between, it's unlike it, it, anything it, we've ever seen. It gets at a larger issue, though, and that is why is there NFL teams that consistently seem to be able to get their guy, their quarterback, and we... Our Bears consistently seem to miss the mark over and over again. I'm telling you, if you took bets over 100 years about, you know, literally, could we get a top-rated quarterback? How many times have we got a top-rated quarterback? I think we had a great GM in Phil Emery. I think when he made that trade for Jay Cutler, the, the problem with it was the coaching. He didn't surround... He, he couldn't get the coaching right. I think the quarterback and the talent was there. You're telling me Jay Cutler couldn't have got us to a Super Bowl with the team Trubisky had? Because he, I mean, Cutler got us to an NFC championship against Green Bay. I mean, Cutler had the talent. You can say whatever you want about yeah. his headspace, but he got to an yeah. NFC championship. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking the number of quarterbacks we've taken stabs at over the years. I'm not well, putting color down. But, but no, no, no. I know you're not putting mm -hmm. color down. That's what I'm saying, though. We had it right. We fired that guy. We fired him. We didn't give him a chance. We he's He was there shorter than old uh, Pace. So, you know, and also sometimes there's luck involved. And they got lucky. They had Bledsoe, Dad. Sometimes yep. you get that. I mean, sometimes you get a Montana followed by a Young, a Far followed by a Rogers, a Bledsoe followed by a Brady. Sometimes you get that. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you keep looking. We also fall into these stereotypes as Bears. Power run game. Monsters of the midway at linebacker. That's all fine and dandy, but we're, we need to put the cliche to bed. Championships do not win. Defense. Defenses do not win championships. Okay? Like, look at what Patrick Mahomes has done with no defense. Imagine him with a defense. Okay? So, what I'm trying to say is this: it's, it's flooring to sit here and say if Brady, it could happen to anyone, and it will. 
And what I'm fearful of is all these analysts saying, ah, he should have went out. He's about to be Michael Jordan in the Wizards. Is he? Because that's what thrives him. When you doubt him, he shines unlike anybody I've ever seen shine. Don't be surprised if this guy puts up over 4,000 yards and 40 touchdown passes. I wouldn't be surprised a bit. He's got, going to the Bucks. they have some really good receivers there. Evans, I mean, even the younger guys coming up can all catch the ball. They're all fast. They're all big. He's got some weapons, and Brady did a lot last year with no weapons. If yeah, the you know the question still remains: How will that defense hold up in in Tampa Bay? And you know they a lot of people say, well, look at Brady's record in Florida, and it's not very good in the Heat. So you know though he'll get acclimated, and uh, I I think he'll do fine. Uh, it sucks that we're gonna get this at the tail end of their career, but at least we get it. We're gonna I'm gonna tune in Brady and Breeze twice. A, Twice a year now. Uh, that's exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be fun to watch. And uh... I, I, I do want to say one thing, though, before this went down, that I was holding my breath on. And I was very, very worried that there's an old Patriots coach sitting there in Detroit and I was very worried that the Detroit Lions were going to go out and try to grab him. Um, boy, I, I Why, thought that was a possibility. Yeah, they weren't. I want. I, there, what's there? There's no weapons. There's no nothing. All the teams he was looking at had weapons. Uh, we. I don't. I think he turned us down because I think we were a year too late. I think if the Bears. Would have had the wild cards coming off the wild card season, and Brady entered. I think we have a damn good chance of getting him. I think as he saw us deteriorate last year, he said, "Pass," you know. And he probably wants to play more places, warm, and he'll get that chance with Tampa Bay. So, I know that was uh, a little off the beaten path, but it's the off season, and uh, give something for people to listen to through and through so yeah, no i think i liked your analysis so uh we'll probably be back for the draft uh normally we we haven't been doing very many drafts but with the uh pandemic that is happening right now i think it'd be nice for you know people if they want to to have the option to have some content and maybe we can help them get by whatever is going on and Hopefully it's not nearly as bad, you know, but I think, you know, it's about to pick up again. So, so speaking of that, and I know we're wrapping things up, that draft is going to most likely be delayed. No, it's going on as planned. Is it going to go on as planned? As planned. No fans. And now that we've given our fourth. Well, why would you delay a draft though? You don't, they don't need to be there. The people don't need to be there in person. That's what's going to happen. They're just going to... It's probably going to just be the commissioner coming up and and announcing the names, That's it, That's it. and that's all it's going to be. And now that we've given away our fourth pick, I think... How many total picks do we have? I, I didn't, I didn't want to look because it doesn't matter because to me it doesn't matter. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but we don't know what Pace is going to do from now until then. He could accumulate more. He could trade people. He could get people. He could accumulate more picks. He could accumulate less by trading up. We don't know what he's going to do. He tells us one thing. He does another thing. I I don't like the dishonesty of this man. I don't like going out in public and choosing one minute to do coach speak and the next minute to lie to the public. And shit does not happen that fast. You don't sit there and you don't say, hey, he's our starter day one, and then come out and say, oh, we were trying to trade him for five weeks. Like, fuck you, buddy. That's I feel disrespected. And I, just don't say anything. Like, I get coach speak. I understand it. Is it boring? It's boring as hell. Would we ever have a coach on this prod- podcast? If we did, we wouldn't talk about football because that's the only way to make the damn dude interesting. <laughs> 
Even even if they're like ex-coaches, they don't want to give you any details. It's like, come on, man. Give us some stories. You have to get that from ex-players. But if we're ever fortunate enough to get a coach on here, the interview will probably just be more or less what he likes to eat. Like, seriously, because I'm not going to sit here and listen to, well, it's a great team. You know that? Every team in the NFL, great team. We've got a great team coming up. Lots of potential on Lots this team. Poten- I don't know, they can throw the ball long. They can, I mean, we could do coach speak all day. I'm just not going to. I just That's that's neither here nor there. Um, I just, like I said, don't don't blow smoke up my ass because I'm tired of it, Brian Pace. I'm, I'm tired of it. So anything else? I'm good, son. All right, listen, we're hoping everyone stays safe during this time. Uh, also, please, if you know someone else, that is just pacing back and forth in their house for however many days, not knowing what to do, that is a Bears fan, tell them about this podcast. Tell them they can DM our ass anytime, day or night. We will get back to you. Tell them to have the courage to come on. We will not bite. You can say whatever you want to say on this. There is no filter. There is no bleeping. There is none of that. You want to come on here because you have a problem with my dad on one of something he said, or me, or both, or you like us, which would probably be even rarer. Come on, <laughs> just come on, because uh, people I know it's kind of be intimidating, but if they saw the place we're in, we're just in my house in a living room, sitting on the couch, chilling out, drinking beers. Dad has his laptop up. It's nothing intimidating. Uh, hopefully. When you do call in, we make you guys feel at home. And you know what? If we disagree, at the end of the call, hopefully we can all just agree on one thing, and that's that uh, we're all in love with the Bears. So, Bears, yeah. With that being said, everyone, that is all for this week. And remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.